This sermon was recorded at the Church of Christ, Wheeler area, located at 1500 South Allen L. Bean Boulevard in Wheeler, Texas. Our regular meeting times are at 10.30 a.m. and 2.30 p.m. each Sunday. Come join us as we seek to worship God in spirit and in truth. Well, I was reading through a story. I was looking for something to talk about, and I hit this story. I said, that's what I want to do. So that's what we're doing. Uh, Florence Chadwick, in the 50s, decided some reason to swim from the coast of California to the Catalina Islands, about 26 miles. <laughs> Why people decide that, I don't know, but she did. So she started out, she had a team with her, uh, people to watch for sharks. That'd be enough for me not to do it. Sharks and other things that might happen, that she might need help, fatigue. So she started swimming, and she had her crew. Pretty deep into the swim, fog came upon, dense fog. And she came up, and she began to doubt herself. You know, she thought she had this goal to make, and she began to doubt her goal. And she, she couldn't see the shoreline, so she would, doubt had crept into her mind. It didn't say in the story if they tried to encourage her on or anything, but it did say that she went on about another hour and then just gave up her goal. Of swimming. She got on the boat and she liked less than a mile making it to the shoreline. The fog was an obstacle that got in her way and made her give up. You know, we need to be able to see through obstacles that come up in our life. Obstacles can be many things, uh, it can be temptations that you have in your life that you fight all the time. It can be your job. It can be getting along with others. Uh, it can be health, death. Those are all obstacles we're going to face in this life. And so we're going to talk for a little bit about seeing through the obstacles. One thing I think we have to do is remember our goal and have a vision for it. In reading Philippians, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before I press toward the mark, the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. <clears throat> we have to have that goal, and we have to be able to visualize that goal. We need to set our goals and revisit our Christian goals and, and, and see where we're at in our daily lives. We cannot hear and dwell on the past about things that have happened to us. We must press forward in doing God's work and obeying his will. So we need a goal and a vision. You know, to attain that, you're going to have to develop some endurance. Uh, endurance is just uh, the ability to stay with it and work through it. And we're reading Hebrews 10 and 36. For ye have a need of patience that after ye have done the will of God, ye might receive the promise. So we need patience and be able to endure the things in this life. Galatians 6 and 9, let us not be weary in well-doing. For in due season we shall weep if we faint not. We have to be patient servants and, grow, and not grow weary in doing good deeds. We, not, we don't need to keep count of the deeds that we've done or others have done. We just need to continue to work as Christians and be servants to others and stay, keep focused on being the best, best Christian servant we can be. You know, endurance requires a little bit of a, of a commitment to endure something. Kenan and I were talking about something one day about workouts. And she goes, man, I just don't like doing that. That's hard. And I said, well, I understand. Then I reminded her of our first driving experience. I said, 
the first time you ever got behind a wheel, we're going down a country road, and I said, turn right, you let off the gas and didn't hit the brake at all and about ran through a fence. But she didn't give up. She endured the yelling she got from me, and we went on another trip. We're going down, Langston's in the back. This time, her mom was smart enough not to go with us. So we're going down the road between Leela and Dozier, about 45, because that road's narrow. And every culvert, she started going toward them. And I said, Kenan, when you see a reflector, go away from it. And after about the sixth time, and Langston's turned white in the back, he's fairly young, and I'm a little nervous. I said, Kenan, why don't we, up here, we're going to turn around. She pulled off the road going 50 miles an hour, 45, and I'm glad a culvert wasn't there. I tell these stories to say she endured it and learned how to drive because she was what? Committed to driving. You know, as Christians, we have to develop an endurance, and are we committed to being a Christian? Are we committed to serving God? Are we truly committed? And if we're not committed, then this endurance part that we have to develop to maintain a, uh, the Christian walk is going to give us a little bit of trouble, and we need to look at our commitment. We have to endure the hardships. Blessed is the man that endured temptation, for when he was tried, he shall receive the crown of life, and the Lord had which the Lord hath promised to them that love him. And by whom, in Romans 5 and 2, and by whom also we have access by faith into the grace wherein we stand and rejoice in the hope of the glory of God. It is not only so, but we glory in tribulations, knowing that tribulation worketh patience, a patience experience and experience hope. You know, we know we're told we're going to face hardships in our lives. Obstacles are going to come before us, we need to face him knowing that God is with us. He is on our side. He wants everyone to repent, be saved, and stay the course. We need to use these hardships to make our faith stronger. Let the hardships help you grow closer to God and be the patient servant of God and maintain strengthen our hope. Michael Jordan, they asked him, he was a pretty good basketball player, I heard. And they asked him once, what's the story of your success? He, he started, here's the story. 9,000 times I've shot and missed the shot. I've lost over 300 games. 26 times I was called upon to hit the winning shot, and I failed. My failures made me stronger and led to my success. We need to draw closer to God during the hardships to be able to endure the hardships, and he will get us through because he is our side. And the hardships will help us have a stronger faith and continue in the hope of eternal life. We need to live with the goal on our mind. We read here in Luke, and, and one of the company said unto him, Master, speak to my brother that he divide the inheritance with me. And he said unto him, Man, who made me a judge or a divider over you? And he said unto them, Take heed and beware of covetousness, for a man's life consisteth not in the, the abundance of things which he possesseth possess and he spake a parable saying the ground of a rich man brought forth plentiful and he brought within himself saying what shall I do because I have no room to bestow my fruits and he said this I will do I'll pull down my barns build greater and now I'll bestow all my fruits and all my goods and I'll say to I will say to my soul soul thou hast much goods laid up for many years take ease eat drink and be merry but God said unto him, Thou fool, this night their soul shall be required of thee. Then who shall these things be which thou hast provided? So he that layeth up treasure for himself is not rich toward God. Here the man was focused on laying up riches 
and treasures here on earth for his future. He was going to be able to kick back, relax, and enjoy what he had done. He didn't get to enjoy it very long because he was called that night. Someone else would enjoy everything he put up. We don't need to neglect doing God's work. We need to be focused on being fruitful servants throughout our lives. We cannot lose sight of our heavenly goal and start living just for earthly goals. Read prayer can keep us motivated. Be careful for nothing but in every man trying by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving let your request be made known unto God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Jesus Christ. God gives us this pathway to communicate our struggles, our weaknesses, and our shortcomings with him. And we can gain strength through prayer. One day I was visiting in the office one of our coaches it was about a, a personal matter, something I was really struggling with, and we'd gone back and forth for a while, and I said, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? And he finally said, Kenneth, all I can tell you is go pray about it. <laughs> and I'd love to say, Coach, I've been doing that, and I'll just continue. You're right. But that wasn't the first thought. I was leaning on my own understanding, trying to figure it out myself. And that wasn't the step I'd taken. That should have been the first place I went to God. I should have prayed and should have gotten God's word and to try to find an answer. Prayer can give us strength and comfort through times and help us see through the obstacles. Heavenly thoughts can keep us motivated. If ye then be risen with Christ, seek those things which are above where Christ sitteth at the right hand of God. Set your affection on things above, not on things in the earth. We need to, we are... In constant search, we'll be in constant search of happiness if we're just looking at the world and our worldly possessions because enough will never be enough. Thinking on things above will keep us motivated and working toward that heavenly going and trying to live the Christian life that God wants us to live and see through the obstacles. Other Christians can keep us motivated. We that are not strong ought to bear the firmities of the weak and not please ourselves. Let every one of us please his neighbor for his good, for his good to edification. During times and when we become weak and start growing weary, we, need, we can look to other Christians to help us stay on the pathway of righteousness. You know, Florence Chadwick had a team around her. It did not say if they encouraged her to keep her going in her times of doubt, but our Christian brothers and sisters can keep us on the right path uh, and help us see through the fog and help us get through the fog or the obstacle that we may be, may be going on in our lives. We need to search and walk after the Spirit. There is therefore, no one can, <clears throat> there is therefore now no condemnation to them which are in Christ Jesus, who walk after, not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For the, law of the Spirit of, for the law of the Spirit of life in Christ Jesus hath made me free from the law in, of sin and death. For what the law could not do, in that it is weak through flesh, God sending his own Son in his likeness of sinful flesh, and for sin condemned sin in the flesh. And in righteousness of the law might be fulfilled in us who walk not after the flesh, but after the Spirit. For they that are in the flesh do mind the things of the flesh, and they that are after the Spirit are the, mind the things of the Spirit. God sent Jesus to earth to be a perfect sacrifice for our sin. Jesus gives us the freedom from sin 
when we become Christians and follow the plan of salvation. We have that freedom from sin. We must seek and live a life that is seeking the spirit, not the flesh. If our mind is on worldly things, we're going to be seeking the world. Keep the path of the spirit and seek things of the spirit and seek Jesus. And you and seek Jesus. You know, there was a man, and if you've had kids, you might have can relate to this story. I could because Kenan, it's Kenan Day, I guess. She cried from one end of the mall in Oklahoma City to the other one at the top of her voice. And we got through it. And there was a man in the store, and his baby was crying, and he kept saying, Albert, be calm. Baby kept crying. Now, calm down, Albert. Stay calm. And this, this happened a few times, and a lady had observed it, and she went, Sir, I've got to tell you, I admire your patience. He said, you're trying to get your son Albert to be calm. He said, ma'am, my name's Albert. <laughs> he was keeping it on his mind of what to do, keeping his mind where it should be, maintain calm because that baby doesn't know any different. That's what he was doing. And our minds need to be searching for above and seeking after the spirit, not the flesh. And then if we're having obstacles and troubles in our life. We need to see where our where we're seeking to find comfort. We need to seek and trust God, trust in the Lord with all that heart and not lean on their own understanding, on own understanding and always acknowledge him and he shall direct the paths. Be not wise in their own eyes, fear the Lord and depart from evil. Let God's word direct you down the path to follow. God's word is a truth and will never take you down the wrong path. Don't rely on yourself because the flesh is weak and we cannot reach the goal by ourselves. God's word will help us see through the fog. And, when, and we know that all things work together for the good of them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. God will guide us through the obstacles that, that come up in our life if we seek him and trust him. And you're going to remember our vision of our goal. And I'm going to start, finish where I, start, I started, brother, and I count not myself to be apprehending, but this one thing, forget those things which are behind, reach forth to those things before press toward the mark of the prize of the high calling of God, Jesus Christ. Remember what God's promised to those who remain faithful to the end. Visualize what that means to you and the fogs. When the fog comes in your way, visualize the promise. Remember what the, has been done for Christians. If you followed the plan of salvation, remember that we have Jesus who laid down his life for us to take on our sins so we can have the home in heaven. You know, Florence Chadwick was a swimmer who quit in the fog. You know what? She didn't let that stop. I didn't finish the story now. Two months later, she started to swim again. What happened? Fog set in. What did she do this time? She kept the vision of the shoreline in her mind to remember her goal. And she finished. Not only did she finish that time, <clears throat> she swam it two more times. And then she was the first woman to swim both the English Channel both ways. See, she had a setback. We're all going to have the setbacks. We're all going to have doubt created at times. But when that doubt arises in your life, where do you look? Do you look for worldly answers or do you look for heavenly answers? You know, where we look is, is very big on being able to get through the obstacles. You know, the darkest time of the night Seems right before dawn, dark. And then that sun comes up, and the amazing beauty the light brings. 
of a dawn. You know, Jesus is the light. And in dark times, we need to look to him for the light. We need to remember the fog will eventually clear. And even in the fog, we get some sense of clarity clarity once we're in it. And we can get through. It never stays for long. It comes and goes, just like the seasons. The important thing to remember is continuing to press on to your goal and find comfort in God's word and know that he's by your side. That's the important thing. Always have the vision of heaven and the goal of doing God's will. You know, we never know the minds and hearts of the ones present. If you haven't started your walk with God, if you, hadn't, you don't have that comfort through Jesus and hadn't followed the plan of salvation and would like to be baptized, we ask you to come forward as we stand and sing or if you need the prayers of this church, come forward as we stand and sing the song selected. Thank you for listening to today's sermon podcast. If you have questions about what you have heard or would like to know more information, please contact us by emailing cfcwheelerarea at gmail.com or look us up on Facebook or Instagram and send us a message there.